truth. You can't handle the truth. Talk the talk. Do you walk the walk? Active FM, it's PK and my friend Luanda, we're back. Uh, it's a very chilly uh, Johannesburg morning, even though there's sun outside, it is freezing. But we, yeah. And this morning we're speaking about money, money, money. Yeah. Yeah, money. Who What's can live without bitch? money? Okay, some people say money is the root of all evil, but the Bible doesn't say that. It says the love of money is the root of all evil. And... Um, I, I don't know a person that doesn't need money. I think maybe children don't understand the, the value of money, so they just expect. And um, and I want to speak to you this morning or this afternoon, this evening, whenever you're listening to this, about biblical money. Mm-hmm. The thing that sometimes chases people away from the kingdom of God. And in this week, uh, this last weekend, there was a pastor and his wife in a church. They had an armed robbery. In America and the two thieves walked away with 16 million rand worth of jewelry the mm. pastor and his wife had 16 million rands worth of jewelry on them mm. so a lot of people said how dare they rob that pastor and I was more shocked by the amount of money they had on them I'm like 16 million rand because it was one, well, it's a bit more because it's one, one million US dollars. Mm. So 17 million rands worth of jewels. What? Uh, uh, that doesn't, uh, my, my brain doesn't, f- I mean, we've got churches in South Africa where the people are battling. There's people starving and yet we've got people that are carrying that amount of jewelry with them. And then this week we've got uh, Prophet Bashuri. He's standing trial for 200 million rand that he stole from the church. Mm. 200 million rand? I don't want to work that in dollars, but it's still a lot of money. Yeah. And I'm thinking to yeah. myself, we minister in an area in Johannesburg where people aren't eating. Mm. Um, and I see pastors battling. Yeah. I see pastors battling to pay rent and, and, and water and lights and things like that. Yet we've got these pastors that are put on Facebook and put on social media like that's what the church does. Yeah. And I think the world has a very skewed picture of what the gospel is about. Yeah. And um, what, what happens is those type of stories find their way onto mainstream media. But the pastor that's taking the last bit of money that he's got in his pocket and helping the poor, nobody knows about that. Yeah. The thousands of people that were fed in KZN by churches were not mentioned, but the other organizations were because they market themselves. Mm. Uh, a lady friend of mine sent me a thing. She said, why can't the church feed like this one specific organization? I said, that specific organization gets funding from government. Mm. She was shocked. So I showed her the documents. Mm. We look at these organizations, we think, wow, look at the amazing work they do. Yeah. Well, give me that money, I'll do better than they do. That's the th- issue here. Mm. And there's, there's two churches that are currently in operation. One that is fighting for the kingdom of God mm. and they, they're reaching out to the lost. The other one 
is a church that promises that if you follow Jesus, mm-hmm. you will be prosperous, you will be a multimillionaire. Mm. It's a different gospel. Paul says, you so quickly receive another Jesus. Mm. What was this other Jesus he was talking about? So the Bible is very clear that in the last days, people will be deceived. Yeah. So you go to this church, they don't talk about your sin. They don't say you need a, a, a savior mm-hmm. for your sin. What they do is they say, if you follow this Jesus, you will be a multimillionaire. If you go in the Old Testament, pastors mm. were not allowed to own anything. Mm. This new doctrine, this new gospel, the pastors own more than most of their congregation. They, they're high flyers, mm. owning jets, owning properties that are worth things that we could only dream of. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that the Lord doesn't want to prosper you. And I'm not saying that I have a poverty mindset. Mm. But what I'm saying is the gospel, um, I think of Jesus himself. A pastor one day taught a message. He said, at Jesus' birth, three things happened. So we know that there were wise men that came to give gifts. Yeah. First of all, there were not three wise men. People say, oh, the three, there was not three wise men. We don't know how many wise men there were. Mm. There could have been two and there could have been 200. We don't know. Mm. It says the wise men came mm. and they gave him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. They say that the gold that was given to Jesus at that time was enough to carry him through his whole ministry, mm. which is a lie. Jesus worked as a handyman. He was a carpenter. Mm. Why would he have to work if he had all that gold? Right near the end of Jesus' ministry, the Bible says there were two ladies now listen to this, ladies, because, you know, sometimes the men speak that that woman must just be silent and sit in a corner. Mm. We've spoken about this. Two women, the Bible says that of their sustenance, they sustained Jesus. Mm. Two lady business ladies sustained Jesus. Mm. So uh, let's take one of the greatest men in the, in the Bible, Paul. Mm. He says, I've learned to deal with having nothing. Mm-hmm. And to be content with it. Yeah. Having just enough and having a lot. Yeah. The problem with the modern day church is this. We are not speaking the true gospel. What is the gospel? First thing, the wages of sin is death. You're a sinner and you're going to die. And when you die, you're going to hell. Mm. You will not find that in churches. Because you say that, people leave. Like, hey, mm. who are you to judge me? The Bible says you can't judge me. Uh, yes, you can. The Bible says we must judge those Mm. in our flock. We must look at each other. How do you know them? By their fruits. Mm. Uh, So why are you checking my fruits? You're judging me. We can't judge the world. They're already judged by God. Mm. And that's the problem. We soft serve in the gospel. Most of the church today, the modern day church, don't know Jesus. Matthew 7, 20, go read Matthew 7 from 18 to 21. Go read that. What does Mm. he say? Depart from me, you work of iniquity. I never knew you. Mm-hmm. The church is not bringing Christ to the people. Is that Matthew? Matthew 7. Okay, yes. From 18 down. Go and mm-hmm. read it. He says, Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Mm-hmm. And who was he speaking to? The pastors. Yeah. Because he says, but the, prior to that in the scriptures, it says, But Lord, we cast out demons in your name. We prophesied. He says, I never knew you. Mm-hmm. So we, we got these churches full of people that are blessed sitting in fancy chairs, cinemas, but they don't know Jesus. Mm. There is a place for that. I, I'm not saying everybody that goes to the churches doesn't know the Lord, but what are they teaching there? Mm. The, 
Every single message is about money. Everyone. Mm. Give and I shall be given unto the bosom. Pressed down, shaken together, it shall flow over. Mm. Listen, don't speak that in Zimbabwe right now. You're speaking that message in South Africa where we have absolute poverty. Mm. Okay. What's happening? I say, well, then the word is not no. You're not speaking the word truth. Mm -hmm. In the book of James, it says, count it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when all these trials and tribulations come. Do you know that there's a, a baptism of suffering in the Bible? Right now, if I tell you, I have not yet in this last five years met a man of God or a woman of God that is not going through some heavy trials and tribulations, mm. and I'm talking suffering, what do we do with that? What do you do with a man of God that has been serving the Lord and all of a sudden he's suffering? Mm. The Bible says we will suffer. We don't teach that. Mm. So can I tell you what happens? Mm. We've got people in our congregation. We talk the gospel of prosperity. You will prosper above all things. As your soul prospers, so does the Lord want you to prosper physically. But what happens when you go through a testing? Mm. People fall away. They say, oh, God has abandoned me. Mm. We put on this earth to test our faith with the refiner's yeah. fire. You will be tested with the refiner's fire. Yeah. So uh, I have this one couple. They've been giving and tithing and all these things, but things are going horrific for them. Now they start questioning God. Mm. No, he's still there. Mm. He Go and read his word. And what we tend to do, pastors tend to do this, they'll take five or six scriptures across the board where that says about the blessings of God. Mm. And they pump their church to give. Those, some of those people are giving out of their credit cards. Mm. I had a lady that came and saw me. She's got three credit cards to the max because she's been paying a prophet to prophesy over her that she's going to be a millionaire. Mm. She's lost everything. She goes back to that prophet says, Hey, you said. He says, Oh, my sister, you must have sin in your life. <laughs> the Bible says, those that say they have no sin, God a liar. So if that prophet is saying he has no sin, he's a liar. Mm. Okay. All have fallen short of the glory of God. Mm. So we're sitting here today with this hot potato called the church that we don't know what to do with it. Mm. I want to tell you, when things get tough, God will provide for you. Mm. But if you're not, and, and I've, I've seen a church where the pastor stands up and he says, there must be about 400 people, maybe 300 people. Mm. He said, the first 10 people to stand up today, by the end of the year, you will be a millionaire. So the whole church jumped up like, yeah, hey, I want to be a millionaire. Mm. You know what he said? All right, let's make it everybody. Mm. What happens at the end of the year when you go to him and say, hey, I've, I've given you most of my money. I'm, I'm still not a millionaire. Mm. You'll pull one of those scriptures, my brother. Or you caught in sin. What, where's your heart? Mm. He will never blame himself. That is a false prophet. Yeah. There's so many people, they prophet lying. They, they, you know, they speak about the prophet, the prophet. Do you know that the prophets in the Old Testament? Yeah. Do you know what happened to them? The, the, the prophets of the Old Testament, as they prophesied, most of them were murdered. Their life was taken from them because they were sent to go and rebuke. They were go, sent to go and speak about their sin. The modern day prophets seem to have this thing that if I prophesy millions over people, they will give me millions. Mm. And this is the problem. We're mixing that with the gospel. So my thoughts go back to King David. Mm. And what happens is a lot of pastors do this. 
we, we, and I've done it in error in myself in the past where mm. I look at King David and we can be like King David because there is, a, is an example. Mm. But there's only been one King David. There's only been one King Saul. And yet the churches are pushing this thing that we can be like that. Listen, in our nation, there can only be one president at a time. Mm. If I prophesy over you, my brother, I see in your future, you will be the president of mm. South Africa. What? And this is what's happening. Yeah. King David had 400 mighty men under him. So it was King David, then his mighty men. Then there were people that were serving those people. So you might be called to serve someone. You, you know, we, we, even in, in a congregation, so many people desire to have the microphone. There's a difference between being a pastor and being a preacher. Mm. Okay. The hard work is the pastor. The hard work of ministry is the pastor. The easy part is getting up and speaking. Mm. So that's why I like being a guest speaker. Because I go there, I do my thing, they bless me with a little packet and I'm on my way. Mm. I'm not left with a uh, thousand congregation <laughs> that are now got questions. Yeah. The job of a pastor, we've romanticized it. It is the hardest thing. I've, I've been in the army. Yeah. I've had my own business. Being a pastor is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Mm -hmm. You're dealing with emotion. You're dealing with people's hurts. You're dealing with births. You're dealing with birthdays and you're dealing with death. Mm. It's hard. So what we do, we try and just, you know, motivate our church. You can mm. do better. You can be better. You can, but you're never going to be a King David. Mm. And maybe out of a nation, there is a king. Mm. But we're telling everybody, you can be the king. You can be like King David. I'm sorry, you can't. You can maybe do some of the stuff he done. Mm. You can defeat your giants, but you can never be a King David. Mm. And perhaps God's raising up somebody in the future to be in 10 years' time to be the president of South Africa. Yeah. But you know what he's got to go through to get there? You know what King David had to endure mm. to go through what he done? It's the same as Joseph. You can be like Joseph. All right, you want to go to prison for how many years? We, we want the reward of King David. We want the rewards of Joseph, but we're not willing to go through what King David and Joseph endured. Mm. That is the problem of the modern church. And the modern church teaches this. Serve the Lord Jesus Christ, and you can be like King David. Yeah. Serve, and you can be a multimillionaire. Listen, there are Christian multimillionaires, but not everybody's called to be a multimillionaire. Mm. And here's the problem with that. I can be speaking. You all must thrive. You must... Be yeah. better. You can make money. Start your own business. Do you know what it takes to start your own business? Not everybody's called to do that. So unless you have an unction from the Lord and there's a prophetic word and you know that you know God has called you to that, mm. there's so many failed businesses, so many failed Christians trying to make something out of their life which God has not called them to do. Yeah. Okay, so, and I, I think to myself, in the kingdom of God, Jesus is the king. Okay? We, we say, well, we're kings of... I understand that. But there's not everybody called to that. Mm. We, and we must stop telling everybody that you must chase your passion. Your passion's never going to make you money. Mm. There was a young man, he came to me. I've never seen a, a, a person do paintings and drawings of human faces like that. It looks like a photograph. Mm. And he came to me, he was working, and he said to me, he wants to do this full-time. I said to him, don't. He said, but I said, your stuff is fantastic, but what do you charge per painting? 
He says, anything between 450 and 600 rand. Mm. I said, okay, and how many can you do in a day? He says, no, no, this takes me two days. Mm. So I said, you're going to be earning half of what you're earning now. Mm. No, no, he's going to do it. I said, I'm telling you, don't do it. You will fail. Rather do this as your passion. Do it after hours. Do it on the weekends. Mm. Do your job and do this as your passion. He refused. Six months later, he's asking me, please, how can you help me? Mm. I helped him, okay. Your passion doesn't always mean that's going to be money. Yeah. People are saying, well, I'm a musician. My passion is me. I'm going to go record albums. <laughs> go and try it. Yeah. You know how many people really make it? There's not many that make mm. it. Same as soccer guys. I'm going to be uh, the next Ronaldo. The money. The money, money, <laughs> money. Guess what? The guy's brilliant. Under 12, he was good. Under 17. How often do you play soccer? No, only on Saturday. Mm. Okay. Sorry for you. Listen, Ronaldo used to get to the soccer field two hours before everybody else and leave two hours after everybody else left. Mm. He worked at that. And the, the problem with a, a lot of us, we, we tend to think, well, I've got this gift of God. It's got to work. Mm. The Lord gives you a gifting, but it's your time and your effort that's got to be put into to nurture that. Yeah. It's the same as a singer. We were talking about it earlier. Go and talk to any singer and ask them, were you born with that voice? Mm. They'll tell you, no, I practiced. I put time and effort into that. Mm. Anybody can sing, you just got to practice. We need to start speaking truth to the church. Yeah. Because there's a time coming where there's going to be a lot of lack. There's going to be a lot of problems. People are going to lose a lot of things. And then they're going to question God, where are you? Because my pastor said, I can be King David. Mm. Sorry, you might be called to serve in the courts of King David. And you might be called to serve outside the courts of King David. Yeah. You might be called to farm the food that is used in the castle. You need to find your niche and say, this is my job. This is what I feel God's called me to do. Yeah. And my passion, I'm going to do after. Somebody once said to me, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm going to make it. I said, well, how much time do you spend doing your entrepreneur? Mm. No, well, uh, I, I, I sort of sell two hours on a Friday and then at the flea market, I'm like, you're not an entrepreneur. If you're not waking up Monday morning doing your thing and Sunday saying, okay, that's the Lord's day and yeah. you're just pushing 24-7, you're not an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs that make money will sell anything. Mm. They will see an opportunity, sell anything. Okay. So this young man that's an artist, do it as your passion. Mm. I want to be a musician. Do it as your passion. Plan a song after hours. You've got three hours every night and a full Saturday. Do it. Mm. If you can't do it in that time, you will never do it as a full-time job. Okay. I, I, I have ambitions in my life. I'm 55. I still have ambitions. There's certain things I've tried. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't do this very well. I'm not a good salesman. Yeah. Because I can't lie. Mm. Okay. I'm telling you. I can't twist the truth. Yeah. If the guy says, hey, uh, I'm selling this car, is anything wrong with it? Uh, yeah, it's got a bedding knock mm. or the gearbox fifth. Does it. I can't lie. So, and I'm not saying that all used car dealers are liars. Mm. I'm just saying. My thoughts are, when you're saying, God told me to do this, when are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? Mm -hmm. Plan it. Mm -hmm. Put it down on paper. 
Get somebody that's done it before you mm-hmm. and fashion yourself after that. Yeah. And to that cause, we are fashioned as Christians not to be King David, not to be King Saul, but we're called to be like Jesus. Mm. Okay. Like the king. The king. The <laughs> real only king. He is the king of kings. We're called to be like him. Yeah. Okay. And guess what he did? He fed the poor. He loved the downtrodden. Mm-hmm. He healed the brokenhearted. Yeah. He did miracles. Mm. You know, Paul says, he says, don't come to me with a, with a gospel and preach without power afterwards. Yeah. So what happens? You preach the gospel and then there must be a show of power. Mm. Guess what? How many people, how many pastors don't even pray for their congregation individually? You can't get to see the pastor. Yeah. Pray. There must be breakthrough. The Bible says it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. Where's the anointing in the church? Yeah. I can show you where it is. It's amongst the churches that are really amongst the people that need them. Mm. There's anointing there. There's healing there. There's power there. Mm. I don't know if my brother wants to add. I've spoken now a long time. I've spoken 21 minutes, brother. You want to add something? I think it's just um, a few few questions uh, from, from me. What would be the expensive gift you can buy for your wife? I mean, now, uh, looking at the story of the pastor from America. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if, if you had cash, if you, if you were blessed. The best gift I buy for my wife. Yeah. And there's, there's no limit in terms of cash. In cash. Mm. So that means you, you have cash. If I had that cash, what I would buy my wife. Mm. What can I also use? Um, <laughs> for my wife right now. The yeah. main thing she needs is peace. But I would love to buy her a house on the beach. Mm. Okay? But that's my physical things. The Bible says that we must stop looking after our physical lusts. Yeah. Okay? You know that in the book of Acts, the Bible, they came together and sold everything and mm. had everything in one accord. Mm. Do you ever hear that preached from the pulpit? Why don't we as the modern day church do that? Yeah. Can you imagine asking that pastor that's got 200 million rand, Saying, okay, let's, let's sell everything and you got to yeah. give us what you have. Yeah. You ain't going to get a cent. Yeah. So for my wife right now, if I had to buy her a gift, it would be that. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 just, I'm just clarifying uh, <laughs> fr- from your side. Because yes. uh, there were, so if you look at the early church, people who sold everything. Together in one accord. And further, you read about uh, Priscilla, Aquila, we had their businesses. Absolutely. They didn't sell their, their businesses, but they used their businesses to for this, the yes. sake of the kingdom. That's it. Yes. So now buying, l- let me say, buying, would you buy a Lamborghini if you had enough cash? No. You wouldn't buy Never. a Lamborghini. Uh, uh, if you asked me that 10 years ago, I yes. would have, I don't like Lamborghini. I would have been a Porsche. So no. would you buy now a Porsche? No. And you have enough cash. I would never do it. <laughs> you know why? Why? I live in Africa. <laughs> I, I see. It's a simple. Yeah. If I lived in America, I probably would have. Yeah. 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 But. My, my so, and in yeah. fact, what you just said now, um, I did have that that uh, a thought in my mind. Uh, it was popping out to say, but look, I don't have context about those pastors. Mm. You see what that we were talking about. Yes. Uh, if maybe you find that most of the pastors on the side, 
they running businesses yes. to support the the church that's what we and, had to do and yeah. sometimes what you're looking at you're looking at um you're looking at uh people that have actually even given more to poor people you will find they they even have some organizations here in africa mm. you see what i'm saying but i i, I also had that thought to say uh, i don't have the context you're talking about so the story yeah. I, I don't have the context so but you're I was saying maybe that pastor's given 200 million to somebody else and now he still got 200 million even more okay even so, even more yeah so i was just saying and if he, that happens and, and yeah, absolutely and he stays in 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 in, in america mm. as as much as um with every i'm asking questions as much Give as uh, as much as you said everything i i agree with you just that in the media or in the mainstream it's as if it's wrong for a pastor to be rich so here's the difference yeah did the church make him rich or is it his businesses i don't have context okay. so yeah. context on on bushuri yeah he took that money from the church definitely okay. definitely with, with so that yeah. this other pastor i even question that that amount of jewelry the bible says something very very clearly yeah do not adorn yourself with his golden jewels mm -hmm. it says that okay yeah so let's just say i was the pastor of that church and someone blessed me with 16 million rands yeah. worth of jewelry i yeah. wouldn't wear it yeah i'd sell it yeah okay i might even buy myself a decent house yeah okay that's that's i look after I myself yeah. as well uh, but here's the, the difference is this i can't fathom in my mind that a pastor would wear that. Mm. I'm like, dude, you know, I, I just can't. And in the, in the context of Africa, maybe in America, it's a bit different. Yeah. I mean, have you got pastors there that buy jets for 4 billion rand? Yeah. 4 billion? Do you really need that? Well, I don't know so much. And then there's can Christians, I, your brothers yeah. and sisters starving. So It so, doesn't make so, sense. So with that, what if someone comes and say, Here's a jet. I have a jet and different it's, story. It's, it's 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 for and it's expensive. Yes. And you can fly around the world and do the gospel. And do the gospel. I would say bring it, brother. And can I have a Rolex with it. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. It's two sides to the story. Because I was thinking about uh, Jesus. Jesus with the disciples, they oh. had a boat. So what would it wasn't that, a speedboat? Eh? What would that because <laughs> there was no one at that time. Yeah. <laughs> what would that mean today? If you owned a boat. But Jesus never owned the boat. But he with with the disciples, because yeah. it doesn't specify who owned the boat. But they 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 had a, a boat that they used to use. Yes, but think of what he said. Yeah, he said they were fishermen. Yeah, they left what they had. Definitely. Okay, so they walked away from that. Definitely. I understand where you're going. Yeah. So we need we all have different needs. Yeah. So like for instance, my church building. Yeah. There's other pastors that would love to have that. Yeah. Okay, they would be like, sure, this is five star. Yeah. Okay. With another church, they would look at it and say, sure, that, I don't want to go there. It's in Rosetta. Yeah. So I understand that. Yeah. And I understand there's places in Santon where there's people that need to fellowship and mm. maybe their tithes are more than, mm. than, than what we ever could think of. Okay. Yeah. The fact is this what are those pastors doing with the money? Yeah. Okay. Do you see is them? Is there purpose for the money that they have? Yeah. They're making the pastor rich. Yeah. The, the gospel's not about that. Yeah. Okay. If every, let's put it this way. They say that 78% of South Africa is Christian. Mm. That's impossible because we've got hunger in South Africa. Yeah. If, if every Christian family had to just feed one person, we would solve hunger in South yeah. Africa. That's the issue. 
And I'm saying these churches with all these, these mega churches, are they even feeding people? Mm. And if they are, at what I've got, a, let, let's do this. I've got a friend of mine. He he says to me, he's leaving his church where he's at because they they're wasting money. Mm. So I said, what do you mean? He said, no, they had a meeting. They had a million rand over for the year. Mm. So what did they do? They bought new carpets, chairs, and curtains. He says, but they did that two years ago. Yeah. And when he came up with a, a, a plan to use that money to help poor people, they said, no, that's not our vision. Mm. You see. So I am generalizing. But what I'm saying is, can you imagine having that type of jewelry yeah. on you? No, it's, it's still, it's not, it's not right. Mm. Um, my thoughts go around this, and I'm speaking about a South African context. Yeah. What, a, what is the church known for now in South Africa? If you go to mainstream media, what is it known for? Profits taking money. Mm -hmm. And it's a fact. Yeah. It's all about the money. Yeah. Go and listen to some of the messages that are preached from our pulpits today. Yeah. You'll be shocked. Yeah. They do not mention sin. They do not challenge me. My goal was every single Sunday was to challenge my congregation, mm. not to motivate them into sin. Mm. Um, there's churches that I know of where when you drive a new car and you've got a new house, you're blessed by God. Yeah. Jesus never said that. Go and read Matthew 5. He said, blessed are those that are poor in spirit. Yeah. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the mm. earth. He never ever said, blessed are those that are multimillionaires. Mm. And again, we have those in the church. Yeah. And I'm not mocking those. I'm not saying it's wrong. But what I'm saying is, if we had to refunnel the funds that are coming into the yeah. churches, we could solve South Africa's problems. Yeah. It's about the four walls of the church. Let's grow me and my and I. And that kingdom that they're building is around yeah. them, not yeah. around the kingdom of God. Yeah. So I understand your 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 question is a good question. Yeah. Because there might be a church where the pastor is very wealthy. Yeah. I'm not mocking him. What I'm saying is, where do they get the funding from? Yeah. If the church is pumping in so much that the pastor is getting rich off the congregation, yeah. sorry, that is not from God. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Having said that, uh, there's a church in, in um, China. Uh, Singapore, China. Somewhere there. Yeah. And... The lady that was in their congregation became a billionaire mm. and she blessed her pastor with millions. I understand that. Yeah. But go and look at the guy. He's not flashing his jewels. He's not, yeah. he's not saying out there, check my watch. And these guys have got rings, uh, diamonds bigger than my eyes. Mm. What are you selling there? When a yeah. man comes to church, he needs Jesus. Yeah. And what he's getting is the gospel I of prosperity. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And, and the gospel of prosperity has crept in to the modern teaching of the Lord Jesus yeah. Christ. People are dying wealthy going to hell. Yeah. The Bible says it's very difficult for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Mm. Why did he say that? Because they start relying on their funds. Yeah. They start, the, the Bible says rich people say tomorrow we'll go here and make a profit mm. here. He says, don't worry, tomorrow might not even come. Yeah. So my thoughts are, and I'm generalizing in mm. a sense, that these people that think that their money is going to get them anywhere, it's going to get them nowhere. Because when you die, you're alone. Yeah. You are naked. You stand before Almighty God. And if you do not know Jesus, but you know your pastor, and you're blessing your pastor and saying, well, we are wealthy, what more do we need? Yeah. I'm telling you, you're in trouble. Yeah. You know, I, I speak to people and I say to different churches, I speak at different churches, when last have you ministered to someone? Mm. I ask that question to people. Do you know that Christians do not do that? Mm. They say, no, no, we tithe into this church, the pastor does it. Yeah. The job of a pastor and the apostle and the, the, 
the teachers are to equip the saints. Mm. For what? Equip you for what? To go out and bring the lost into the yeah. kingdom of God. There's very wealthy people that are totally lost. Mm. I, I, I speak to, I, I have the opportunity to speak at churches where yeah. people are multimillionaires. Yeah. To find that people have never even given their heart to the Lord. Mm. I do an altar call. People that have been in that church tw- 20 years come and give their heart to the Lord. Mm. So I'm speaking from a place of what I've seen and experienced. Because it, it has all been about prosperity. Prosperity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Le- and, and I talk about sin in that church. You see the people's faces. They, they can't believe it. Yeah. Listen, Jesus spoke about sin. Speak, Jesus spoke about hell. And if you don't know Jesus, you're going to hell. Mm. Do they even know what it looks like? Do they mm. know what, what happens there? Yeah. So, can, yeah, can, yeah. Uh, another thing, it's, um, so there's, there's a scripture where Peter says we left everything. Yes, he says he counts it as dung. Yeah, y- yes, so we left everything and what are we going to receive? And Jesus says you will be blessed here a hundred times yes. and you will also be blessed with eternal life plus persecution. That's it. Yeah. So what did he, when he said bless hundred times here on earth, what was that package, you know, about? What did that package include? So let's just take Paul. Mm. What did what did Paul get blessed with? He was crucified upside down. Persecution. Persecution. Yes. Not only from outside the church, but from inside the church. So that that that's Peter who was crucified. Yeah. The, the other the, yeah. All of, all of the disciples were martyred. Okay? Yeah. So they were being be crucified. So he said, I don't want to be crucified like Jesus. Rather put me upside yeah. down. Okay. So the difference is here. Yeah, we never speak about the persecution of the disciples. Because mm. I can promise you now, they weren't multimillionaires. Mm. Okay. Uh, Paul even had a business supporting the congregations. Yeah. And you'll see a lot of his stuff. He says, you so never. Which, sus- mi- which means Paul was a businessman. He was to sustain yeah. himself. But then yeah. he says, I had, I had nothing. Then mm. I had a little bit, and I know what it's like to have a lot. Yeah. Okay. But when he was martyred, trust me, none of that counted. True. You know, the Bible says in the end of days, some will, their heads will be chopped off. Yeah. For the kingdom of God. Yeah. I, I fear for that for myself. I'm saying, Lord, at that point, what do I do? Mm. But I fear more for those that don't know Jesus. Yeah. They think I'll have my head chopped off for Jesus, but they don't even know him. Yeah. You see, and and if I look at the teachings that are going there. They're not teaching to know Christ. Yeah. They're teaching the blessings. If you give, you shall receive. If you give a tenth of this, yeah. test God on this. Uh, do this. And if you're giving here, yeah, you're going to be blessed here. Yeah. Yeah. And King, and the problem is it's the teachings that are so false. Yeah. They're teaching them, you can be blessed. Mm. Just look at go and look at all Bashiri's teachings. Yeah. Just listen to what he's taught. Yeah. Every single message. And thousands of people are following him. Yeah. They follow him to Malawi to go and give him money. Mm. Guess what? When that man dies, where is he going? Does he know Jesus? Mm. You just stole 200 million rand. Do you really know Jesus? Mm. I doubt it. Yeah. So there are, and, and again, to go back to your question, what you're asking, the context of a church, what happens if there's billionaires in your church and they're blessing you? I understand that. Yeah. But does that billionaire know Jesus? What are you that's, teaching that's, there? Yeah. yeah you I see? get what you're saying. Yeah. So is it just an organization? That calls himself a church. Yeah. Are you speaking sin? Yeah. Uh, uh, and maybe some people are listening to this. I challenge you. When else has your pastor spoken to you about sin? 
yeah. and, and, and making right with the Lord mm. and confessing your sin to one another mm. and dealing with sin. Yeah. Um, one church I go to, we find that some of the people in the congregation are sleeping with each other and yet they're mm. leaders. Mm. I say, you've got to tackle this thing. Well, yeah. No, 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 we don't want to tackle because they're big tithers. What? What? At the price of a man's soul. Yeah, and this is happening. That's happening. Yeah. So um, perhaps my personality is also, I, I don't have a gray area in my life. Mm. I'm not, it's like black and white and that's it. Mm. So you brought a gray area there where you say, okay, but what if, how many churches do you think would perhaps have that situation? Mm. You maybe, know, maybe there are. You know, I feel like being in Africa, um, I, d I don't have much to say, you know, about the, the church. Mm. Um, there are certain things that take place and people will identify themselves as, as, as a church, mm. but I don't think that's, that's a church. But at the same time, um, we, 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 we have, I guess we, we, uh, you go on YouTube, you go everywhere, this person is saying the church. Do you understand what I'm saying? So we, we speak uh, about uh, the church. Uh, uh, it's the body of Christ. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So we all, but it's like sort of, you did this, you did this. Mm. And, but at the same time, because the people that you find that they, they were pointing out the past, it's actually the world, it's the media. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? So somehow, ah, there's a time where I just decided that, you know what? Um, don't talk I'm, about I, I'm, I'm not going to judge because most of the times you don't even know what, what's, the, what's the context. Yes. But one thing that I've, I've, I've seen and which I believe contributes more to where probably passes, they, they will want to rise and then in terms of like wanting to become successful and have money is because there's a guy, his name is Alfred Mangena. He was, he's regarded as also part of the guy, of the guys who founded ANC. Okay. Yeah. So he's a, is a, is a very, very, um, he was a very good person, icon. He passed away. That's what I'm saying. He was so, he said something and he's speaking to the government of that time. And he said, in terms of your character, you're not civilized. And you know sure. that that actually shocked me because here are these European people. They have all the cash, but he looks at their character and he says, your character is poor. It's flawed. You say here you're rich, but your character is, is poor. Mm -hmm. And that's I, I feel like when she said you will be blessed financially, yes, but also in terms of what? Of your character. Because now what's happening in, in South Africa, what's happening in Africa, you have people who are running churches. Uh, the service is starting at 10, but they will be there at 11. It's a problem. It's a huge thing. It's, it's, it's a, a problem. Lack of respect. So, so which means in your character, you're poor. You have a poverty mindset. And another thing is that, yes, part of the tithing has to look after the, the pastor. Must. Yes, has because to. I don't want to go to a church and the pastor is, is, is poor. You, you so, know, and, and yes. So my thing was always, uh, always trying to gain wealth me, yeah. okay, through businesses and that. Yeah. One of the th greatest desires for me is to be able to go to pastors that are battling and say, my brother, Here's a big gift for you. Yeah. That's that's what I want to do.
Okay, that's in my in my my DNA for me yeah. to do that. Okay, so when I make wealth, it's not just for me, and and I'm saying not just for me because mm-hmm. I will definitely look after myself yeah. and my family. Yeah. But my big thing is, Lord, there's pastors out there that I know that are doing work that people don't even know about. Can, can, I wanna, yes. I want to be able to say, here's a house for you, my brother. That's that's yes, my greatness. You see. Can, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Paul says, if you failing to manage your own house, your your, your yeah. household. How can you even do God's kingdom? Yeah, so if 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 somehow, we, I'm asking you a question because you're a pastor, you have experience. Some, uh, somehow there you are in ministry and you, you you preaching to people, but you're poor. Okay, so let's do this. Let's go to Zimbabwe now. Yeah. Let's take a pastor there. He can't be wealthy there. He can survive. God can be taking care of his yeah. needs. Because the Bible says we, he will take care of our daily yeah, needs. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. So there's a difference when you're poor because you're doing nothing. Different and there's story. a difference when you're poor because of the economy, economy. around. And uh, so now you find that there are pastors who actually who are poor because they cannot manage. So where, where do you draw the line to so say... That's why I said I was mm, gen- generalizing mm, in most of those things. Yeah. So I look at some pastors in South Africa. Mm. There's some that are in areas where there's just no opportunities. Yet they're pastoring, they're working, they're yeah. doing... And their wife works to yeah. sustain the home. Yeah. Which is actually... It's horrific. Yeah. It's actually... I'm like... I'm shocked by that. Yeah. The churches that have got the wealth should be going to those guys and saying, My brother, are you are brothers. You know the $16 million gold chain mm, that I have? Mm. My friend, I'm going to sell this. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you. That's yes. what I'm talking about. And it distresses me to see the churches, in this, even in the south of Johannesburg, there's m- mighty men of God in there that are ministering amongst the prostitutes and the drug addicts that are battling themselves. Mm. Okay? Yet there's churches just 10 k's away where they have got millions at their disposal. And what are their main focus? Oh, we need some new sound. Mm. Their sound is perfect, but they're spending, there's a church that spent 70 million rand just on their sound equipment. Mm. They want the best for God. Mm. What about your brother across the highway there that's yeah. in a squatter camp that's loving people, bringing them to the kingdom mm. of God? No second thought. Mm. And that's where my mindset is. I, I, I'm saying, Lord, surely that man can see, but he doesn't want to see. He's building his kingdom. But the, the day that they bo- both stand before the Lord, yeah. can you imagine? Yeah. You see? Yeah. So that's where my frustration is. You see, everything you said, I'm not, I'm not asking questions to... No, you to, must. To, I'm not asking questions to go against what you said. I agree with you. You're giving a different it's, option. Just when someone is listening... They obviously they may think like there are loopholes and all that. Yeah. Or I had my own specific questions. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm part of the church. So now, looking at the at the church, the 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 the, the old church, uh, Peter and them, and Paul. So there will be an offering that will come from Jerusalem to different churches. In fact, no, it's actually the other way, where so they will be planting ministry. Let's say in in, 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 in in Macedonia, they will be planting ministry in uh, in Rome, and those churches will actually collect cash to help uh, to help bring back. Doesn't the, help the, anymore. Yeah, people so, are not doing that. So, what I'm seeing is that that would not be possible 
if in between there was division and that's what's happening and, and and that's what's happening is that it's possible that you would actually have people you know what i'm saying because now uh, some people like yeah but you're preaching this so i can't give to your mini <laughs> and that's why they started different denominations <laughs> there, there you go we look after our own but there, they, there that, you go they don't even do that amongst them yeah own, you see so even sometimes the the financial problem it doesn't seem like it's it's the source problem but it's a symptom of what of division it's their heart yeah it's a heart yeah problem. and you know there's a there's a time under constantine where he actually under him under his rule the church it's called the meeting of of, of nessia i hope mm. i'm pronouncing the word right and they had to actually discuss i think there was a debate i'm not sure but they had to actually discuss the things that they can agree on as a church and the things that they can actually uh, 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 cut out that actually brings division into a church and it, it does look like i'm not i'm not sure because it, it does look like there are churches who are working together mm. but specific in south africa i don't see that like all there. churches yeah they're not there yeah the body of christ is divided yeah and it's a, it, uh, it's a scheme of the devil yeah Look at me, look at my falls, look what we've done, look what we've grown. Mm. I don't ever want to stand before the Lord and say, look what I built. Yeah. I want to say, look what the body of Christ did. Yeah. And we just ran out of time. Mm. But I'm, 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 I'm glad that you ask questions like that because mm. there might be people, people sitting saying, who does he think he is? Mm. My pastor, I want to bless him. Yeah. Do it, bless yeah. him. But make sure that you're blessing your brothers and sisters across the rail track. Especially those who are persecuted. Yo, you don't understand what, mm. what, the God, what people are going through with the gospel. Mm. In China, there's people that go to prison for years just because they have a Bible. Yeah. And we have how many laying around the house, you know. Mm. Anyway, we finished. I think we'll carry on with this discussion. Yeah. I think next Good time way. we need to have uh, one or two other people here that can really bring a, a mix. Yeah. And, uh, so if yeah. they ask questions, like, do I, I'll stand with you. <laughs> yeah, I need backup. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stand with you. <laughs> we'll see you next week. God bless. Ciao, ciao. Active FM. Radio has never been better.